From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another episode. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pot. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. Got us uh, some Jackalope Bear Walker. Oh, it smells good. And it is. It's a, a delicious beer. I've I've spilled it all over mine myself. Kind of went, so mine almost got all over me. Mm. We're just so excited, man. Jack Jackalope is a dope brewery too. Yeah. I've actually been on Shout the little tour there. Uh, you know, it it is a fully run by female brewmasters. Mm. The uh, the uh, head brewmaster that I, I don't know why I thought you were going to say robots. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm sure there's some robotics involved, but uh, but the blow my mind. But the uh, the head head brewmaster was like she. I think she graduated. Her undergrad was in like at like Vanderbilt, and then I think she got her master's in Harvard. And I may be flipping those two, but. Um, but yeah, man, they make some really, really good beer, and all of their beer names are mythical creatures. Like they have the uh, the Bear Walker, and then they have like uh, uh, I'm totally spacing on it, uh, the Thunder Anne, and and they kind of tell you a little story about the specific mythical creature that uh, really that cool. yeah, man, and it's a uh, it's a super cool little tour too so i would suggest getting down there when uh when you might possibly not die by going yeah, so yeah, for sure down in nashville uh always open to a sponsorship and wouldn't mind them so uh reach out if uh you listen to anyone over there at jackalope yeah absolutely but um all right uh we've got some news from around the league this week uh games of the week we were talking a little bit of football and we've got a very dope this or that this week uh, so let's get right into it. How are you this week, buddy? Pretty good, man. I'm I'm not I'm not doing too bad. Uh, had a long weekend, so that was always nice. Got to watch a little football. Started uh, watch the first episode of Wandavision. Nice. Um, yeah, we uh, are partway through episode two, and um, finished up fan. finished up uh, finished up Mandalorian. So nice. yeah, time. yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Maybe next week we'll start our discussion on the Man- Mando. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, there will be spoilers uh, for next week's episode if we do that. So be well warned. Yeah. So was um, was a pretty good little little weekend. So watch some more of the the real bros of Simi Valley. Uh, yeah, I meant to super, start that. I haven't had a chance. I'm going to though. I, I have not seen the season finale of season three, which is the last season. That's the only episode I haven't seen at this point. So it's it's pretty funny, man. I'm yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying that. So what about you? Anything special? Got Long anything weekend? Going on? Uh, you know, just chilled at home with the wife, watching TV. We uh, binge this show called like. Bridgerton, Bridgertown, something, something like the Bridgertons. It's a, uh, it's a romantic drama that I thought I was like, oh, this is gonna be dumb, but I'll watch it for the wife. It started getting pretty interesting, but then it got super predictable. So I'm like, all right, now it's dumb. Yeah, it's kind of thing where like if they had ended the season like two episodes earlier, it would have been cool. But then they, it was one of those shows where like they just make a dumb decision. I'm like, well, that ruins it for me. That's dumb. That's yeah. Like no person in the right mind would make that decision. So I am now completely hate this show. 
I hate it. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was a decent show. But uh, we binged that. I worked on our uh, I worked on a bunch of D&D stuff for this weekend. Uh, you know, just uh, had a nice little weekend at home. Cool. Cool. But, uh, all right, let's get into some news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right. Also, don't forget to check us out on Water Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. Uh, Willie O'Ree, number to be retired. Uh, Willie O'Ree, as many people know, first black player to play in the NHL. About time that number got retired. Yeah, absolutely. Um, played played pro hockey for 20 years, man, uh, including 45 games with the Bruins. So, I mean, what a they uh, they had an interview with him on uh, the early game yesterday. Uh, I mean, he had, they asked him, did he have any idea what kind of impact he would have by, by joining the league? And he, you know, he didn't, I mean, what a, what a great way to celebrate Martin Luther King day by giving us that story and retiring that number. So, you know, congratulations to him. Uh, Congratulations to what he's done for the sport of hockey and, and, and uh and black players across the league we have some we have some fantastic black hockey players now and maybe somebody else would have you know broken that barrier but this is the guy that did it so that's uh that that was really cool to be able to to see that yesterday yeah sure Longtime uh predator craig smith was uh he was supposed to be number 22 when he got there to boston got there they got his jersey made and then he was told the next day that the number would then be retired so we had to pick a new number uh, so yeah, uh, so they forced him into retirement. He can't play. He cannot play <laughs> yeah, now by law. <laughs> no, Craig Smith is unfortunately playing for a team that is not the Predators. As sad as it is to see, every time I was watching that game, and every time they would talk about, it, I'm like, oh, old crazy legs. Man. Yeah, yeah. What if what if they they stopped calling him crazy legs up there? They're like, you're normal legs. We don't know what they were talking about. This yeah. is normal legs, legs, Craig Smith. Fine. Yeah, like we we just did our full physical, and you look. Okay, I'm not really sure why are they. You're okay, right? You know, <laughs> he had like one of those situations in like Forrest Gump where he had like the leg braces yeah. and stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, Jean Gabriel Pajot, uh wants out of New York, uh, the Islanders specifically. <clears throat> he has requested a trade, and this is nothing. Uh, this has been going around the news for a week, a uh, couple weeks, but it's gotten a little bit more serious. Uh, so, how how do you think it affects? I mean, we're going to talk about, and we might as well talk about both these players at the same time. Peter Luke Dubraw also says he wants out of Columbus. Uh, t- they towards an interview said straight up came out and said uh, Peter Luke Dubraw wants out. So yeah. obviously Peter Luke Dubraw is the better player of those two at this time. What do you think though? But still, John J- John Gabriel Pajot is still a pretty big uh, name there in New York for that team. What do you think it does when you've got these players that are openly saying I want out? Now, obviously, it didn't affect their play. Both these players have been playing well. Uh, well, yeah. Do you, think, do you think it affects the locker room or do you think they keep it strictly professional in there? Uh, I would have to say, especially under those two coaches, uh, I would say it's probably pretty professional. I mean, it's one of those I things would say under, that uh, under trots. Yes. I feel like under torts, eh, it can, it can yeah, go for away. sure. And I, from what I've heard is that is more of Pierre-Luc Dubois issue is with torts and not with the organization within itself, you know? Um, so I can, I can see, I can see that happening, but I would say that it's not like a, 
high school or college team type of deal where, you know, you're just wanting, wanting out. And I mean, this is a business and these guys are wanting to further their career. So I would imagine that teammates don't really, don't really care would be my guess. But um, I mean, that that's, I I feel the same way. Uh, You know, it's not like they're out there trashing their team as a fan. And even as a player, I think I, I would rather a player be up front and be like, listen, I want to trade. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm still playing well now. Right. As, long, as long as they're not, you know, slacking out there, you know, trying to. Because I mean, to me, if a player wants to trade, they're gonna play better. Right. They want to. They want to up their show stock. off. Yeah. I wonder if it's more. He just wants out of Staten Island, and we ju- and it was just a miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, this place sucks. <laughs> uh, Blues forward Sammy Blaze suspended two games for a dirty hit on uh, Devin Tays. Hey, man. Life's life's getting a little bit back to normal. Blues blues players doing dirty hits. Uh, I mean, what's more, what's more NHL regular season than that? Uh, so it only took what two days of the regular season for him to get suspended. Uh, but then I think there was a. Did you have you seen it? I'm I'm watching it right now as we speak. Uh, if it was that hit that we saw that was like right at the beginning of this clip, I don't know about that. That I mean, it's you know the. Devin Tay's kind of leaned into it. You know that I have a, have a big problem with the, with the big suspension with, when a situation where a guy leans forward and gets popped behind the net. I don't know about it. I'm not, I'm not so sure. Yeah. I'm watching it now. Uh, it, I mean, it looks in, in, in full speed. It looks, I think that's a fine, no way. Yeah. I just saw a different angle. Now, of it. Did you see and, the, uh, PK Subban hit that he had did not get in trouble for? No, uh, he no, I didn't. The guy. Well, I mean, you know, that's okay. Nobody said anything about choke slams. <laughs> I, I, it's on, uh, the devil's Twitter. Um, yeah, that was not even like a. Cho- I mean, that was like a punch. He like punched the guy down, but like right into the throat. It was a throat punch. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not even a hockey move. He he chin checked him. All right, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All righty. Conference championships are set. It's going to be a good week of football. we got the Bills versus the Chiefs. Tampa versus Green Bay. Half of the matchups that I want. Half of each game is half of a matchup I wanted to see. I was really hoping for, for Bills Browns, man. Really hoping for that. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, we better not get Bills Browns. going to be garbage. I think it would be a better game than what this is going to be, frankly. Yeah, it would have Especially been. if Pat Mahomes can't play. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to lock in my, uh, you know, with the concussion protocol, it's not up to the players, not up to the team. It's up to like the NFL individual. Yeah, to, but do we to really think the NFL is not going to clear one of their probably the biggest money maker for the league for this game? I, I would imagine they're going to make Chad. They're going to have the, the lineup be Josh Allen versus Chad Henney. Yeah, but I would imagine that the guy that uh, is making that decision it doesn't care about the matchup. He probably doesn't want to get sued 16 years down the line. So That's very I optimistic would, of you. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm not I'm thinking that he's going to be cleared because it seemed like it wasn't even a concussion within itself. It seemed like it was a nerve issue in uh, in Pat Patrick Mahomes. Oh, the doctor's like, nerve issue? No problem. Concussion? Yeah. <laughs> well, but he's still under under protocol. 
I'm I'm excited about this game, especially if um, if Pat Mahomes played. I did get in early on the uh, plus two and a half on the Bills, just in case he doesn't, because that thing is going to skyrocket uh, down to the negative yeah. if, if he doesn't. I didn't put a bunch of money on it, but I put a little bit on it. Um, I'm excited about that matchup. I'm excited about the Tampa Green Bay matchup. I think that that this is going to be a, a a both both games are going to be a good battle yeah. for sure. So as things stand right now, while we're recording this, <clears throat> Mahomes is questionable. Yes, he's under so, still under the protocol. As of things are right now, who you got going to the Super Bowl? Uh, as things are right now, I think even if Mahomes played, the Bills are looking really good uh, in my mind. And I mean, the Ravens didn't look great, but they kind of held them in check. I think the Ravens defense is better than the Chiefs defense. Personally, it's hard to bet against the Bills right now. I'm thinking Bills Green Bay. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's just some initial thought. If um, if Patrick Mahomes plays and is and is all good to go, it, I would not be surprised to see Chief Ta- Chiefs Tampa. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see Chiefs Green Bay. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, to see is, Bills Tampa. This, you know, I, I put down here. Is there a clear cut favorite underdog? And I just I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think a lot of people, especially in the Bills Chiefs game, I think a lot of people are. There's no clear. I think a lot of people are immediately giving Tampa the underdog because it's Tampa, but. The fact is, well, in the way that, that now, Green Bay is playing, that, and also, Game. I'll be honest, I'm I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Tampa, they got that W against uh, New Orleans. New Orleans didn't play well at all. No, no. If they if Tampa plays that same game against Green Bay, they're yeah, gonna I get would, beat. I would argue though that Tampa didn't really play well that well either. You know, that's they what didn't I'm saying. They didn't, Tampa didn't play that well. So if they play like they did against New Orleans, then they're gonna get beat. I but, think. I mean, I think that the. The Saints were a little overhyped, personally, myself. Um, So, I mean, I think I think the game being in Lambeau is a difference maker between those two, whereas I don't think that the Bills going to play in KC is as big of an advantage for the Chiefs as I I do. I don't think that. You know, I think with weather as far as wet and wind is a bigger factor than cold. Yeah. Especially when you've got a guy like Tom Brady who has played his entire career in the cold. I and you've I, got a guy like Antonio Brown who's also played most of his career in Pittsburgh. And you've got other guys. I mean, you've got Gronk there. You, you Yes, you've got, I, and you've got all the linemen. You've got, but a lot of these, I, I don't think the professional <clears throat> athletes that the cold. Listen, I. I was never anywhere close to anywhere being close to even a, co- a, a, a great college athlete, but I still played many, many, many times in freezing cold weather when I played in Maryland. And when I came to the South, there were times when we played in single digit. And, you'll, and I'll be honest, it's a lot worse for the fans than it is the players. It's not it's not and necessarily that's without, like, per, like, you know, the best of the best equipment on the sidelines keeping you warm. Well, it's not necessarily I'm thinking Tom Brady's going to have a problem with the cold. I think it's more of a problem and issues with some of the playmakers uh are going to have to go into that cold and have to have to deal with it. Some receiver, I like you said, Antonio Brown is is a player that has played a lot of his career that way, Gronk. But Antonio Brown stays warm by fueling himself from all the hatred that he's gotten. Okay, <laughs> he he doesn't get cold because he's just yeah. except for his foot that one time when he was in when he was in <laughs> See, a, when he was I a th- raider. So here's the thing: 
He might actually benefit from this now. He that made he's, him like, like he's Mr. like an Freeze. ice man. Yeah, yeah turned him into Mr. Freeze, <laughs> and he's actually going to become like he's going to have 400 receiving yards in this game. Yeah, he's absolutely. Gonna be, he, he's going to turn into Silver Surfer and just turn ice I, in front of him. I think that the the biggest factor is actually going to be the running backs from from Green Bay facing a really good Tampa run D, and the running backs from. You know, Tampa having to go up there and play in that cold, having to run against a bad run defense up in uh, up in Lambeau. I, I I think that it's it's really hard to sit here and, and pick a matchup right now. But if I had to gun to my head, I, w- I would say Bills Green Bay. I think the Bills are just on point, and I. I, the only team I don't really want to see go is Tampa, if we're being honest. I don't know. I just don't think it would be. Personally, I think that if Green Bay goes, if Green Bay, well, I think Green Bay will have a tougher problem with Tampa than they would with the Chiefs or the Bills. So yeah. I don't want to see Green Bay go in there, beat, you know, I don't want Green Bay to beat Tampa by like three points and a good game. And then the Super Bowl will just be, you know, a, a 35, you know, 20 blowout of whoever Green Bay is playing. I don't think, I don't, I, I mean, I'm, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm an I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he deserves a second ring. He's had a tough go of it, having to play under McCarthy uh, for a long time. Hey, he's and got enough uh, discounts for insurance. He doesn't need more rings. That's true. That's <laughs> he's true. Got a bunch of discount double checks. Well, you know, I mean, the, to, but to so argue, so does Pat Mahomes. So. so really, it should be Josh Allen versus Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. I think that this is going to be a uh, a good championship weekend, though. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. I actually just just got done putting some money on. I got bills plus three. Ah, uh, yeah, I got them at the the plus two and a half. I thought that it was going to go the opposite way, but I think everybody thought the way that I was thinking, and they placed their bets early, and then it moved it on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I did went and get Tampa plus three as well. Yeah. Um. All right. So crazy situation going on with Deshaun Watson down uh, down in Houston. Um. Watson tweeted that his anger with the team team went up to a ten. Didn't say a 10 out of 10. He just said a 10. So it could be a 10 out of 100. 10 out of 100. He's at 1%. Oh, he's like, or 10 out of 28. Just he has a really weird, uh, (laughs) 10 out of a thousand. We didn't even, we didn't tell you the scale. Yeah. Um, but, uh, per Dan Orlovsky, retired NFL quarterback for, uh, working for ESPN. Uh, Watson will never play for the Texans again after he's talked with some insiders. And there's an issue that we, the fans don't know about. Uh, Chris Mortensen, also with ESPN, came out and said that Watson's anger was not just about the cons- consolidation of front office power under Esterby and or the lack of consultation with Watson himself regarding that move. Um, and not just that about the team reportedly declining to interview the Chiefs offense coordinator, Eric uh, Bien-Ami, uh for the uh, for the head coaching job. And he said after. Apparently, after Watson voiced his opinion on that, they would la- they later then scheduled it. But apparently, uh, Watson's main frustration is directly with the owner Cal McNair, and former NFL safety Ryan Clark has uh, said that the situation is, and I quote, about the history of the Houston Texans, the way they've treated players, the way they've treated African American players, and this is about lying. So it sounds like there's this is more than just contracts and business. Sure. This sounds something personal that the McNair that something that McNair might have said 
or have done. I am personally going to wait to speculate until I see what my boy Adam Schefter has to say. That is about the only guy that always seems to be right on top of things. I do want to say that the article that I got this from, Chris Mortensen, Chris Mortensen was sitting at the desk with Adam Schefter and reported this with Adam Schefter at the table. So, not sure what credibility that gives Mortensen. I think, though, that Adam Schefter will absolutely let someone toss out a false report so he can get it right (laughs) in two days. You know, no, but Seriously, I mean, as a Titans fan, please, goodness, get this man. I mean, there's lots of NFC teams that need a, you know, need a quarterback. So get him out of there. Go let him play somewhere else. That will be uh, good for me as a fan. But obviously, it'll probably be good for for Watson as a uh, as a as a player. He is a pleasure to watch play football, and you don't want this guy to to ruin his career in a place that he doesn't want to play football. You know, um, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what happens in the off season, but I mean, we all knew it was the beginning of the end when Hopkins was traded for spare parts, yeah. you know, well, he does uh, have a no trade clause. And so that gives him leverage of where he is traded to. Yeah. Um, and he, he did say that, uh, someone, uh, Andre Johnson said that after speaking with uh, personnel inside that this is not that uh, no, the only person Cal McNair could fire to make the situa- situation better is Cal McNair. Yeah. <laughs> Don't see that happening. What if he does, though? <laughs> but he gives um, himself the most ridiculous severance package. <laughs> yeah. And, and so just to bring up a, another bit of news that can kind of flow into this. Drew Brees, Adam Schefter reporting that. He's played yeah. his last football game. That would be real nuts to see Deshaun Watson go play uh, football in New Orleans. Uh, I would be very intrigued to see that little combination of Sean Payton and, and Deshaun Watson. Do you have any landing spots that you would be oh, man, interested honestly, in or, or intrigued about? New Orleans seems, I mean, I'm just thinking of the tandem of Watson, Hill, and Mary, uh, not Mary, uh, uh, Winston. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Winston's contract is up. I personally think that obviously if you can get Deshaun Watson, get him. I personally think that Jameis Winston deserves a shot to play quarterback there for, for Sean Payton. I mean, he has shown that he's an NFL quarterback. He's had interception problems and issues, but for the for Tampa and, and uh, last year, a horrendously bad secondary forcing him to throw 50 times yeah. a, a game. I don't think that we've got to see yeah. and everything. I'll, and that, there was a report that came out of Tampa. And I think I think it's the reason why James Winston had the issues he had. Uh, Tom Brady or uh, Bruce Arians was saying that the reason Brady does so well there is that Bruce Arians has a hands-off approach to his quarterbacks, and he believes quarterbacks should be the coach on the field for the offense. Yeah, that's great for Tom Brady. You know who that doesn't work well? A young right. Jameis Winston. So if, if if Bruce Arians was like, hey, man, or was like, hey, uh, just go out there and uh, do what you want. Jameis yeah. Winston, yeah, a young quarterback who is not Tom Brady is going to have issues. Well, and arguably not a not a smart quarterback quarterback as opposed to being an extremely talented athletic yeah. quarterback. I think that would run perfectly under. Someone looked, he looked at Jameis Winston's, you know, resume and said, this guy 
this guy should be the play caller. Yeah. He made a great play call in Publix. I bet he can do it here. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, crab legs are delicious. So, I mean, it's hard to argue with that with that point. All right. Let's move into uh, what we're talking about today. It was the first week of hockey back. We've got our first impression. We've got what team is overperforming, what team is underperforming and what we've been surprised about. We'll start us off. What was your impression from the first week of hockey being back? Man, my impression was that it just seems like teams are going, going hard because of exactly what we've talked about being 56 games that the, the teams that generally start slow know that they can't start slow. And so we're getting a lot of the, a lot of the random, random wins. Obviously anybody can win any given game. That's why they play the game. But it it seems like some teams are, are starting a little faster. Uh, Detroit, for example, uh, is starting, is looking a lot better. What half amount of games they won last year. Exactly. And I think that's a big problem that teams have was, it's an 82 game season. And then you start digging yourself in this hole. Not that I thought Detroit was a playoff team last year by any given standard, but players get this in their head. They're told they're a bad team. They start off slow and then they're, and then by nature of the self-fulfilling prophecy, they're bad because they started bad. They told themselves they're bad. And then they, don't come out and try as hard. So I think we have a lot at what seeming what's seeming like a lot more parody, at least this early in the uh, in the season. So I, my first impression is I think we're going to have a much more competitive year than we originally thought. Yeah, I mean, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, I'm right there with you. But it's also just I mean. It's a lot to take in from the first week. I was able to get NHL uh, TV right the morning of. So I've been I've been watching pretty much all the games. Um, I think at one point I had three different screens up watching all these games. Man, it's just so much fun to be watching hockey again. And it, it is weird. Like you keep hearing the same thing like, oh, this is a big rivalry game. This is going to be you're going to hear that phrase a lot this year. And I'm excited. There's yeah. going to be a lot of big rivalry games. It's going to be interesting to see how, you know, these players deal with what's going to be a the, you know, in an 82 game season, you might have third, maybe 30 very, very physical games this year. I Almost every single game is going to be super physical, especially towards the end. When you've played this team six or seven times, you know what? Night one, um, Zach, uh, was it uh, Bobby Ryan and Zach Rensky got into a fight? Now, mm-hmm. those guys are best friends. And it was actually a funny story because Bobby Ryan yeah, uh, they, bought Zach Rensky's parents tickets to the game and then they got into a fight. And then they play and they played at Michigan together. Yeah. You know? So uh, this, that's game one. Game eight. Those I mean, these guys are going to be going at it all every single game. And we're going to see that around the league. And I think it's going to really be a testament to the sport of and these players. How tough are these guys? These guys are going to prove that they are the toughest athletes in the world. And this is going to be a good time. So while yours was more analytical, I was coming more from the fan aspect of sure. this is going to be an awesome season. Yeah. And I just hope everyone stays healthy. You know, tonight's game, the Preds versus uh, Hurricanes, it got postponed. Uh, we've seen the Dallas schedule got messed up. The Panthers schedule got messed up. So hopefully, you know, the one of, one the, of our questions was underperform who's underperforming. And I thought about putting Dallas on there. 
but uh, they haven't you know, won yet. They yeah, haven't still won they, game. They still zero zero wins. I mean, these dudes haven't even shown up to play yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's move into uh, teams that you think are overperforming. Um, and it seems like we we got pretty close. Teams. I got the Habs. Listen, we all knew that the Habs were on the up and up these past couple of years. They're looking really good. Yeah, and, and it looks like I want to argue come to fruition that they are because listen, there is a difference between they're not. Uh, by the way, I have it here written. They're two zero and ten. They're not two zero and ten. They're yeah, I was gonna say something about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to disagree with you though that I don't think that they are underperforming or overperforming. I think that they're performing exactly the way that they should perform. They've think, got a good team. I think man. a lot of people saw their record maybe looking like this, but the, the way that they have won has been like just from the games I saw, they're looking clean. They're passing. Well, they, they look like a team that's not, they don't look like a young team. No, I see. I mean, they've got some, they've got some pieces and the way they performed in that playoffs last year, I am absolutely not surprised whatsoever. And I think they're performing exactly as, I expected and not necessarily maybe a little better than what I expected, but not, not this massive uptick. Um, well, I guess, I mean, after seeing what I've seen, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Habs pull out winning the Canadian division Edmonton. And I'm going to talk about them later. They look rough. Yeah. And I think the Habs and, you know, Toronto looks like they're having a couple issues, but I think the Habs and honestly, it, it would be fun to see if Habs and Ottawa are fighting it out for who wins the Canadian division. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't I don't see them winning. I think that Toronto really figured it out after that Habs loss uh, early. Uh, I think that you're going to get a lot of great performances in the in the Canadian division. But I mean, no, I w- it's not. It's one of those things that I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Yeah, I don't. And honestly, from what I've seen so far, I don't. I don't think any division is going to be a clear cut winner of who wins. No, even central. I think everyone was saying, "Oh, Tampa's got it locked up." Yeah, I think Carolina's going to run. I think. I think that the Predators, the Preds look good. They look. They that loss last night against Carolina. They they that was the, in my opinion, they played the best of their three games. That was the best game they played. I, they just you know obviously when you hit when you hit the bar a couple times, you just sure drop. yeah. I completely 100% agree with that. I think the problems that the problem that the Preds have had and and fans of the Predators have had is that they think that we got to keep getting bigger names in there. Well, what happens when you get a bunch of big names in there is they have to play different roles within a within a team that they normally wouldn't have to play. And I think that we have a more complete team than we had last year and players are able to assume the roles that are needed within the team. You got guys like Luke Coonan in there, you know, doing play. You got a lot of guys who... Eric Howla, he's looking really good. Cousins is looking really good. For the past three years, the Preds have been relying on, like, it it, it was kind of thing of where Forsberg, Arvidsson, or Johansson didn't show up to a game. You're, you're losing now. If those guys don't show up, you've got these guys, these young guys that we are finally got into the system and not even young guys, maybe, you know, somewhat veteran guys who kind of had a role playing position. Now they are able to take some of the, you know, the work off those big name shoulders. When I'll tell you who I'm most disappointed in, in the Preds. And then I'll, after this, I'll move into my team. That's overperforming. I mean, I'm more disappointed in in Fabro than I am almost of anybody on that squad. He just yeah. seems to be making 
silly plays, putting the puck right in the middle. There's been numerous breakaways that have happened over a lazy pass that he's made. Uh, so I'd really like to see him step it up. But the team that I have that that is overperforming, as good as they've, they've looked in the two games they've played, Ottawa. They're one and one right now. And they definitely have some pieces that, uh, that, you know, they're not a bad team, I don't want to say. But they're, the defense that they're rolling out there is not great. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's hard to say they're overperforming at one and one. But, I mean, it's just, uh, I just don't foresee them sticking to that top portion of the of the Canadian division. I could be absolutely wrong, but that's just the team that just off of off the eye test, off of two games that I think is overperforming a bit. Yeah, I know I and I see that as well. But let's move an underperforming. And I'll start us off Pittsburgh, man. They're just it looks like there's a disconnect in Pittsburgh and I don't know if it's just rubbing off from the Steelers. But man, the, they they didn't look good at that opener. They they right now they're sitting at one and two. I think that we are. It, and listen, they won so many cups. I think it's about time. Just like we saw that. I think that they are about a year behind where Chicago is right now. And it's a trade off. They won those cups. Now they're suffering. And uh, listen, it's if I'm a fan, fine. You, you you accept this phase when you make a deal with the devil to win those cups. This is you know, this is happening. You just have to ride it out and see where it goes. But I still think that for the talent that they have up front, they should, they should be doing better, man. They, they, they can't be, I mean, Jari letting some soft goals in. I think Pittsburgh's problem is, is that normally they have a good off season to work these additions in and they can get more used to those star players, Malkin Crosby, I agree with you that they're underperforming, but I don't think that we're going to see a massive jump necessarily up to the top of their division. I don't think they're going to be sitting at the bottom like they have been, but I just don't see them making that massive leap ahead. No, I, I, I you know, I, I I just think that I mean a a guy like a guy like Malkin, who is most certainly underperforming, it's 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 just an odd situation yeah. well, going into there. The season, I expected them to be middle of the table. I think that they are going to be pulling up the rear this this season and then that division. I I mean they are. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be struggling this entire, especially with this kind of uh, format. Where so they, where so they, do you really think that they're underperforming, or do you think that they're performing exactly as you thought they would perform? No, I think they're underperforming where I thought they. I thought I thought they'd be performing middle of the table. You know, maybe squeak into the playoffs. I think they missed the playoffs by a substantial margin. Okay, my, I guess seen. I guess it's more of a disconnect of what we are are saying. Underperforming is the team that is going to perform better. You think that they're going to stay right where they oh, are? So, right there I'm are. Ba- so I'm saying overperforming, underperforming from where I thought they would be to begin the year. Okay, I was more so talking about yeah. the team of under uh, my underperforming team is the team that I think it's much better than they're they're showing us. I have Vancouver. They're sitting at one and three now. They've had some tough matchups. Some of that youth yeah. is it really needs to step up to the plate. I think yeah. the I think the problem is is exactly what we talked about a little a little bit ago. You don't want to get really stuck in that hole and get yeah. in that thought process. Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, their loss last night against uh, Calgary was very disappointing. A mm-hmm. because they cost me some money. B because I thought for sure getting JT Miller back. You know they had a, coming off a loss. They they would get their shit together. They did not. They did not at all. 
And I, and I mean, now I've lost confidence in Vancouver. That was a that was a game. And listen, I think we're so early in the season. There is no must wins right now. Um, but there were two teams that I think that had a quasi must win last night, and that's Buffalo and Vancouver. Yeah, Buffalo went in and got got the job done very well. Yeah, Vancouver went in and they're struggling and they struggled. Those were because t- they weren't must wins, but they were statement games. Buffalo, yeah. they went in and they made a statement saying, "Listen." We, we, we struggled in the beginning, but this is who we are. They went in and they showed a very good Flyers team. Who's who there? The Flyers are looking really good. Yeah. And for the fantasy podcast, I know that, you know, some of you may not listen to that, but Bobby and our third co-host Davey have a big water bet going over who will go further in the playoff. I think that's what it is. It's not record or anything like that. It's who goes further in the playoffs. Yeah, it was, I don't remember if it was points or playoffs. I think it was, I just, think it was playoff. I think it was very like, depth. we think this person will do better next season. So I, but I think it's written <clears> down as play who goes further. So yeah. yeah. Who goes further in the playoffs. And because we had that argument of, well, what if they go to the same round? I said, well, it's who plays the least games in that round would be the, would be the winner. Um, but I mean, I think that that you are looking like you are going to smash on him yeah. on that, dude, because the Flyers are looking amazing. And Columbus, Even looking and bad. Columbus not looking great. So uh, so surprised by anything. What are you specifically surprised about Honestly, throughout this early season? You can't have. Uh, listen, McDavid came out, got got a hat trick. No one's surprised. No one's shocked. McDavid doing that. Uh Travis Konechny immediately came I out. I am. I don't think he's that good. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, Travis Konechny immediately came out and said, hold my beer. I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think that, you know, listen, they, I think the reason people thought so highly of them is because it was McDavid and Drysidle plus all the other pieces. Mm-hmm. If it's just Drysidle, I mean, if it's just McDavid in there, man, uh, they, I think they're going to struggle. And I think that if that is the case for the rest of the season, listen, we've had a very small sample size. Mm-hmm. But if this continues... I wouldn't be surprised if McDavid. This is overreaction Monday slash yeah. Thursday, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's been three games, and uh, but McDavid—they're trash. Yeah. They're garbage. McDavid <laughs> is pulling a Dejon Watson. He's getting out of there. No, um, listen, if they don't get it together, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if McDavid. McDavid is a guy. Uh, there is no explain. We don't need to explain to McDavid is mm-hmm. or what he is in the sport. I think that he Ed- might want to get out of there if something doesn't happen. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Drysaddle say, hey, we're a package deal. Who wants us? I think Edmonton has a lot of the same problems that I just spoke about with the the Penguins is that those guys generally get a long offseason to work on their chemistry with guys. I mean, those Malkin, Crosby, McDavid, Drysaddle are chemistry based players that learn to play with players and learn their learn their styles and make them better. I think that's a big problem that these four guys are, are having this season is they haven't had a lot of time with these acquisitions and learning the styles of these guys. So uh, I I agree though. I think that we're going to see a little bit more coming out of Edmonton. Mine is I didn't think Chicago was going to be great. I just didn't think that they were going to be this bad. Uh, I mean, Malcolm Subban, a great guy, but he is not a starting goaltender. Uh, And it is, I mean, but just argue, neither is Delia. You know, I mean, they look In our our prediction show, when we were talking about the Blackhawks, the moment I saw who their starting goaltender is going to be, I immediately backtracked. And I was like, no, those are not goaltenders that you want 
to have. Yeah. Like, but the, both of those guys should be like emergency goalies, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think this is, this is by design. Uh, I, I don't think that they wanted to win. That's why they got rid of gold, goaltending pieces. And I mean, cause they realized, oh, if we have good, uh, decent, uh, even decent goaltender, we're going to stay middle of the pact. We're not going to be able to ever do anything with our, with our squad. But I just did not expect them to be this bad now i'm happy about it don't get me don't get me wrong i am i would love to see this team go uh completely winless that would that would be the cherry on the top on the on on cherry on top as if uh we have a fun 56 game season and chicago wins zero games now now I mean, we need to redo the season. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, I mean, you know, some great choices. I, I really like your picks. Um, I, I obviously, I really like my picks as well, but we got some games of the week, right? Yeah. New, got, don't forget that new drop, baby. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work. So you don't have to the best from around the NHL and what to watch. All I, right. I love how it says we do the work as if as if us Googling what games are happening this week and picking hockey games is the it, I mean, it's more work than I'm usually used <laughs> to. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll start us off with the 22nd on Friday. Do we want to do the record update yeah, yeah. first? So uh, I currently as a recording, I have one game left uh, to play, but I'm currently two and two um, and I've got left. I've got uh on the 20th, I've got Oilers and Maple Leafs. I got Maple Leafs winning that game. Uh, you are currently sitting at three and two. So my hope is to tie this week up. So I'm I'm wanting, you know, the Oilers to to go out and, and step up their game for me. Yeah. Not only because obviously we want to see them do well, but so we're sitting at a nice two and three. Now, before you we go into our picks, I did want to so we explained it on air. We're going to have a lot of postponed games this year. We decided as a, uh, as a crew here to no point, nobody gets points for overtime losses. We want to have, uh, well, so we'll do dash whatever games that are postponed and it's not going to count towards our win loss record, but it's based on winning percentage. So you don't get credit for it either. Because we are picking the games within the week, we're not going to go back and, and check for missed games that are played later in the season, I think. Is that is that a, what we have gr- agreed upon? Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. So go ahead and uh, start us off, bud. All right, starting off, I've got Preds and the Stars. It's It'll be the Stars' first game of the season. It's going to be interesting to see how the Preds deal with that. Um, you know, as of recording, their last showing was a four to two loss to Carolina. A uh, three to two loss, realistically. Yeah. But it was a late goal. I'm happy because it won me $50. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more stressful when you've got the uh, minus one and a half and the and the Preds score. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was, I mean, and they looked and then good. And they got that empty net. And I was like, whew, thank you. So you have the Stars winning. I've got right? the Stars winning. I think that coming off this first game of the season, I just think the stars, I think the stars are going to come out swinging. I hope, you know what? Listen, I hope I'm wrong and I have no problem taking the loss on here. But it means the Preds get the win. 
but yeah, so I think I've got the stars taking that first game. So for mine, I have the Habs and the Canucks. Uh, this is Thursday the 21st. It's a 930 game. So we're all going to be asleep for sure. I have the Canucks winning. They The Habs are looking great, and I'm definitely going to eat my words on this, I'm sure, because of how, how great they're looking. But I think the Canucks really need to step it up, and there can be nothing better than a good uh, win against the a good team right now in the Habnadians. So I have the yeah. Canucks winning. All right. Uh, and then on the 23rd, I've got Flyers, Bruins. Listen, I think the Bruins, they were actually one of the teams I was thinking they underperforming. I think that what I said in the beginning is still true. They're like, listen, last night they had a great showing on defense. They lost one, nothing to the Islanders, but their defense needs to step it up. Um, I think losing the pieces they did that their defense is going to Charles was most yeah. certainly, he may not have provided yeah. a lot as far as statistics wise, but I think the leadership that he provided and just that, that presence, I, I think that the Bruins have definitely lost out on losing him. But I've got the Flyers beating. I think the Flyers. I think the Flyers are the team to beat. And I, I, I don't. I think I picked the Habs to win the Stanley Cup. I think when we come back at our midseason review, I, I like the Flyers, dude. I wouldn't be surprised in a Flyers Avalanche Stanley Cup. And I mean, I think it's the Flyers' time. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a not a bad call at all, especially with the way they're playing. Um. A team that just beat uh, an apparent Stanley Cup favorite. I have the Sabres playing the Capitals. Uh, This is Friday the 22nd at at 7 p.m. I have the Sabres winning that. They're looking, even in their losses, they've looked okay. But they had a big statement win against the Flyers, and I think that they're going to keep that going. Uh, So I have the Sabres beating the Caps on Friday the 22nd. Cool. Cool. I've got the send. Listen, it's the only game on the 25th. It's a Monday. It's a Monday night hockey. Uh, there's no football on that day. So any, everyone can be watching it. Ottawa Senators versus Vancouver Canucks at 9 p.m. So I'm sure we'll all be up. <laughs> um, and I got the Canucks win. I think I think the Canucks, these are both of our teams that we chose um, as, uh, in our earlier segment uh, for different things. But I think that the Canucks take this game. I think that they... So that'll be really good for the Canucks if they can get a couple wins in a row based off of our picks here. I have the Lightning Blue Jackets, another rematch of a playoff series last year. Just think the Lightning are too much. The Blue Jackets are not looking great. They looked better uh, after the first period yesterday against uh, against Detroit, who, again, we've spoke about, looks a lot better. I mean, I I think that a win against Detroit right now is not just the, oh, we thought that was going to happen that it was last year. But the Lightning are just too much. They look they look great. And I and, and. if Braden Point keeps it up, I'm going to be eating my words on the fantasy on the fantasy pod because he's looking great. It looks like Kucherov wasn't the reason necessarily that he he has been so great. So I have the Lightning winning against the Blue Jackets, and that's uh, Saturday the 23rd at 7 p.m. All right, and uh, I've got Islanders versus Capitals, and it looks like if if what we say happens, the Capitals aren't going to have a great week. I've got the Islanders taking uh, beating the Capitals at 6 p.m. on the 26th on national television on NBC Sports. Um, I think I think the Islanders are for real, man. I think that I do too. I think the Capitals <sighs> are, are old. I think that they are relying. Listen, I think that they are going to be scoring. I think to beat the Caps, you've got to score a lot. They're going to put uh, points on the board, and I think the Islanders can do it. 
Well, and the Islanders have shown with some of their additions and some of their pieces that they can win four to nothing games like they did the first game against the Rangers. Yeah. But they can win one nothing hard, gritty games uh, as they did against the Bruins. I don't think that's a that's a bad pick at all. I almost feel like it's cheating at this point. <laughs> Uh, I have the, for my fourth game, the Maple Leafs playing the Flames. Uh, that's 4 p.m. Sunday the 24th. Nice Sunday afternoon. If you're probably if you're not watching football, I'm not even sure the schedule of the football games this week. Uh, but I have the Maple Leafs winning. I think that they had a big wake-up call uh, early when they squeaked out that win against the the Habnadians. And... Uh, so I'm going to have the, the Maple Leafs beating the Flames, who have was another team that I thought that was maybe not underperforming, but not overperforming either. All right, and rounding off the week, it is the first game of the back-to-back, and I kind of thought you'd take the second game of the back-to-back for this one. Um, I've got Preds versus the Blackhawks, first time facing them this season. Let's hope that we sweep them this back-to-back. But, I mean, listen, I think when the Preds and the Blackhawks play, it's always a good matchup. Yeah. They, they Both teams bring all of their uh, all they got. Let's hope for another goalie goal. Uh, but I got the Preds beating them at 7 o'clock. Uh, at seven o'clock. I'm, I, it's not an, unfortunately, it's not a national televised game. I think there's only three Preds nationally televised game this year. They Sinclair <laughs> really wants you to have uh, Tennesseans to want to sign up for uh, AT&T or, or something. Well, see, and the reason I didn't pick that second on of the back to back is because I always saw the games of the week being the best games of the week. I'm not going to pick a crappy Blackhawks game. I'm not going to tell my my folks, my peoples to go and watch what could be a bad game. So I have for my fifth game, the Penguins Bruins, uh, a couple of teams that we talked about as as underperforming. This is 7 p.m. on Tuesday, the 26th. I have the Bruins winning that. I yeah, that think, is a big game. I think it should be a good matchup. Uh, you know, the Bruins are going to, I feel, at some point put it together. I don't foresee them sitting at the top of their division, though, right now, uh, at least until Pasta gets back. But I have the Bruins beating the Penguins, who we have discussed as being a underperforming team that may not, start performing so yeah. all right we got joke of the week the weird Corey perry yeah i don't like that sound. wild i think that i think the first read was a good one now now i'm overthinking it. outlandish each sixth chick sat on a stick a little tongue twister and downright dumb You're kidding me. it's time for the joke of the week all right Man arrested after impersonating a cop to steal a single donut from a convenience store. Man, that's that's rough taking a felony for a donut, dude. Is it a and, a, and from oh, a consign yeah. and yeah, a con- impersonating an officer, yeah. And convenience store at that. It's not even like he rolled up into the Krispy Kreme, you know? <laughs> Which is uh, arguably and I think Don't you, you have a difference of opinion. Don't you say it. Almost a thousand times better than Duncan, no, dude. Duncan, Duncan is trash. Duncan, dude. Duncan is wife is garbage, dude. It's Krispy garbage. Kreme is garbage. Oh dude. my gosh! Yeah, just basically the the these donut making place that taught Dunkin' Donuts everything they need Bullshit. to know about donuts. Does Krispy Kreme even make anything other than donuts? Because no, I don't think so. Right? It's just donuts. Dude, Duncan. Is a one-stop shop for all your needs, and they nail who all of supri- it. Who, su- who supplies the donuts and convenience stores? Let me ask you that, Bobby. 
Uh, I've seen both. Krispies. I've seen both. I've, <laughs> I've seen never Dunkin'. seen a garbage convenience store supplying Dunkin' Donut Dunkins. Donuts. <laughs> I'm, I really ruined that, didn't I? Uh, we're going to leave off there of the, the donut. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, this is, let me my, see. My favorite line is the first line of this. Investigators say tip from a convenience store clerk that their CI, I guess, <laughs> about a stolen donut led them to arrest a man accused of an impersonating a, a police officer. <laughs> what? I just want to hear, like, yes, yeah, so, wait, you, you're This call- dude be snitching, dude. dude it, 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 it just, it's a donut. <laughs> That's what I'm he saying. He called 911. It was like someone stole a donut, and they're like, okay, it seems like is, some, it, is this a golden donut? It seems is, is like something. It seems like something they don't even keep like a strict inventory of either. No. So like, this is like purely based on this guy's I literally like, walked into a gas station where they have a sign on the donut thing. Because Krispy Kremes are so bad, they have to give them away. And it literally says, take one and don't even come, don't even have to go to the register. Just, and you, so there is no inventory on those. Okay, so I'm also very confused because the next line came. The tip came from a 7-Eleven, uh, you know, the address. According to the arrest report, police were told a man wearing a sheriff's deputy jacket had stolen a donut earlier in the day and left in a white Ford truck. My understanding of things are... That's not impersonating an officer. So if that's all that happened, well, we need to keep reading. Maybe he, when he, when they arrested him, maybe he, they was like, hey, he was like, hey, I'm a cop, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, because um, I have not read this article yet. Because he's he was in a motel, so hopefully, when the police knocked on his door, he didn't try to then convince them he was a an officer. I mean, maybe there was okay. The the truck was stolen. I've got, <laughs> I've continued in a bit, but again, I'm still not seeing. You're allowed to wear a sheriff's jacket, right? That's not impersonating a law enforcement. Yeah, well, officer. so it says that's what the charges were. More than likely, that's going to get dropped. That's probably what he just wanted to cover his bases, but everything he could on this arrest report. And then they're going to look at this. I mean, but there might be info. We yeah, but know. now now the joke is the guy that wrote the report. Yeah. You know, and this has gone from the guy stealing a single donut to the guy that wrote the report trying to say, I mean, this is just an abuse of power in my mind. If you're saying that it, just because he was wearing a sheriff's deputy jacket, I mean, that's again, I could go get one of those, right? This guy is also this. This is a lot. So it's a whole lot. This let this guy was under federal racketeering investigation. He does not look like a federal racketeer. Arrest says the trio was involved in extensive criminal activity, including vehicle burglary and vehicle theft. The arrest report also states Wright Olson. Olson was the woman he was with at the time, and or Ozetta, which he's it's a uh, uh, sixty. There was a sixty mile pursuit across Salt Lake, who this guy is connected to, and he's under federal racketeering. This dude, what is this dude mobbed up? Yeah, maybe so. But like, I mean, it, from from basically from what we're saying, as as is tradition of a news article and the police charging document, this is in no way has indicated to me this guy impersonated a officer. Remember the the joke of the week where we had where the uh, the lady pretended like she was FBI. And yeah. she like told multiple yeah. people she was FBI. That is impersonating a federal officer. What if the cop who arrested him is actually the one impersonating the cop? And he was like, it was a fake. He was like, listen, you had a jacket and a donut. 
I mean, there's only one option here. Yeah, it's like only cops steal one donut. The dude's the dude's name was Daniel Mark Wright, and like any time, I don't know if he he's probably the type of guy that goes by Daniel Mark. You know what I'm saying? Like he goes by two first names. DM. (laughs) I I am. You know, I obviously this is a joke. Why are you stealing a donut? Like what? Like what? A cartoonish uh, frown. My 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 business law professor in college told me one thing and it was one of the greatest things that I ever heard never break two laws at once and his example was if you're going to be driving in the car with drugs don't speed you know like just the one law you got to keep it to the one you're going to save yourself a little bit so if you're driving a stolen truck I don't think then the next thing you should do is then steal a donut because I mean, that's like especially at a convenience store and a 7-Eleven no less that probably has a ton of cameras because they're 7-Eleven owners that don't care about anything I'm but getting you in trouble. Video, it's like they release video from the 7-Eleven and he he like comes in he's like if he flashed it, it or he's yeah. like I'm commandeering this donut for official police business because I am a police sure. officer. But I feel like <laughs> if that happened that should most oh, certainly oh, be would, it would really beef up our joke of the week. Yeah. So if if that is in I mean not that we're going to ever follow up on this. I keep, but, I keep wanting to follow up on like old joke of the week to see where they are now but it's yeah, just so, so much work. That would yeah but the, but but instead of a joke of the week one week we could do a where are they now yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, we invite them in uh, thinking that they won like a contest be like so tell us about this horrible time in your life <laughs> I w- and my, the big my biggest question what kind of donut was it yeah you know i mean that's very important to the car if this we're dude, both rooting for our favorite donut place because like, it's good enough well i'm just no i'm not even i don't even care if it's my favorite donut i just more care that you at least gone yeah. to prison for a, a good donut if it's just a glazed i dude. see i don't know dude a glazed it hits right I hate glazed, dude they're so boring yeah but boring is and delicious it doesn't hit the spot for me a pepperoni pizza is boring, according to your yeah, but it argument. Hits the spot for me, sure. Okay, so like, just because it doesn't hit the spot doesn't mean that it's a bad donut. It's the donut that started it my, all. So my thing with donuts, and this is because I'm a big guy. I my, I always equate things. Is what I'm getting from this worth the calories? And for me, a glazed donut, a Boston cream. Yes, I will. Okay. I will kill three Boston creams at a sitting. See, I'm a Bavarian cream guy. I'm a Bavarian cream guy. Yeah, As and, you we, tried. And, we, and we realized that if you get a thing, a thing of Boston cream at Bavarians, you don't know what the hell's what. And I yeah, also, I don't think you got any. But there was no Boston cream because the Boston cream is the white filling. Yeah, yeah, they were all they were all Bavarian. The See, and I'll tell you this, and this is an unpopular opinion. I'm a donut hole guy and not because they're not the exact same thing as a donut. They are not. I, they're not. They're not. I'm, I'm, yeah. But what I'm saying is at least you get 100% of what you pay for as opposed to getting a donut where they've cut out the middle of your. That's why your, Boston cream is a Bavarian boy. Yeah, for sure. You, you get the cream inside of it. Yeah, you get more. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not sold on this. This is obviously what a joke. Why are you doing this yeah. guy? Why are you leading them to the, you know, back to your modal room and, you know, escaping a 60 mile pursuit across Salt Lake in Utah? And then well, that was a guy during, he was connected to. That wasn't him doing that. During, but I think they were all on the same motel. Really, motel. From what I've from what I've gathered, it, nobody's going to check on it. <laughs> so let's just assume. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what a joke. But uh, you know, this is an all sides involved joke. Three different jokes within one joke. The the guy who the reported store the clerk. Donut. The store clerk 
you're a, you're a joke, bud. You know, you're. I think what happened was so he, you know, like when you're fudging numbers in a book, you you have to fudge a small amount of number. He steals one donut a day because he can fudge one he, missing he was, donut. It was, but then he couldn't fudge his one missing donut. That's true. So that's when you just. But so the, at that so point, though, no, Bobby. At that point, but at that at that point, Bobby, you still report, but then you say he stole two donuts, and that way you still get yours. Yeah. And then you know the guy that obviously was in a stolen truck parked within view of the camera stole the donut yeah but and see, then that's the, how you get caught in lies because you can say oh he stole this and that they're gonna find mm, actually we only found residue from one donut oh, oh. you know see lock them up boys yeah i guess so i guess so but then the third of saying this guy was impersonating an officer unless there's more information that we don't know for wearing a jacket i'm i'm gonna that means every single person in hockey games are impersonating nhl players that's not a felony, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right. We got a good one here. Uh, all right. So. Lifetime free season tickets, your choice of seat location to all your teams. Uh, one you get one per major sport includes the postseason, but never be able to watch any game that doesn't include your team or have access to every single sport game on television included in your standard package, which means you, whatever you're paying for currently for uh, how you watch live TV, you get every single a game out there uh, in any sport, but never be able to watch uh, a game your team is in home or away postseason preseason if your team's playing in there you cannot watch it okay um, and we picked some teams that for the sake of the argument are our teams for this mm-hmm. so that we can't say oh well this week it's my team and that next week it's not my team and you we said you know just for the sake of the argument you can't change your team every week maybe once every three years you can change a team okay so give us a list of the two for the sake of the argument your teams my teams uh, obviously nfl football would be the tennessee titans uh, NHL, the Nashville Predators, uh, baseball. I have the Cleveland baseball team. I'm get. I'm guessing you get tickets to any college event of your college of choice. If I want to go see volleyball, I get to go see sure, them. Okay, for that, yeah. Um, if you want to make the trip down to Auburn to see the, yeah. the volleyball, sure. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. Obviously, that sounds awesome. Uh, but yeah, Auburn Tigers for my college team. Nashville SC for my um. For my MLS team, I'm guessing we get to put an English Premier League team in here. Sure. Um, I have uh, Everton Toffees on here, and uh, the Atlanta Hawks for my NBA team. And I threw a little little uh, sidewinder at you. I got my darts I guy, Gary. And the- I think him. I'm I'm throwing him on mine as well. Okay, Gary, Gary the Flying Scotsman Anderson uh, for for some darts. Now uh, I think I know where what we're both are going to pick. I, I think this uh, is a really, really it tough, is a one, tough one. And I went out of my way because it seemed so one sided that I had to make the penalty on the other one a little bit more. Yeah, it, it's a tough penalty because, I mean, just getting to go to games is awesome. But like having to not watch sports is. Uh, yeah. So my my question is, I guess, because we can't watch our our team. Can we still buy tickets to go see our team? Uh, I because, I mean, at that point, it's like, we'll just pick, I'll just make a, in three years, I'm just going to make teams that are not my team, my team, so I can watch my team. I think for this, maybe, I think yeah, for the sake tough. of it, yeah, 
maybe let, let let's think about it uh but so I, I mean this is your thing yeah. you get to make well, the rules thing. well sure sure yeah. i mean but we're but you're made up the idea i, I want to follow your your rules and instructions yeah i think for the sake of the show you you can buy you can go see your no no you, you okay, can't see you your can. team live you cannot wow. see your, you're not allowed to see your team play at all you're and uh, there and when it says you can change, you can change one of your teams every three. So you can't get a full new slate of teams. I mean, you get to pick one, one of the team of your teams and change them every three years. Yeah, that's yeah. that's but, really really tough, man. Yeah, but I I honestly I think that <sighs> live games are so much fun, and I think I think the smart choice is the live games because yeah. a you get you get to exp- these are free tickets, and one of them is the, the your the choice of the seat you get to choose where your seat location yeah. is for these free season tickets. So you can talk about having the best seats in the house, no matter what, um, whether it's on the ice or if it's in a suite with all you can drink and all you can eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a great My time, biggest, but also you're, you're so much more productive on, sure. on nights when, you know, I'm not going to be productive though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I'm now, I'm just going to watch every other sport. If I choose not to go that, that route, I don't like the can't resell or transfer tickets because what if I'm busy? You know, I mean, that's part of it though, because otherwise it's too easy to say if I get like, listen, if you get free, but then you still can't watch any other sports. Yeah. But so, but the reason I did that is because if you get free season tickets, the best of the seats to every single one of these, you're, you'll be a millionaire in no time just selling all these. T- like how often do you get over to, to England to watch the, the, the Everton play? You're going to be selling all those tickets maybe once every two years. You'll, you, you'll actually go to a game there. I mean, yeah. you'll be making bank on those Red Sox yeah, tickets I'm for me. I'm just saying though, but, to, I, don't think but I, ever, I don't think I ever said my teams. That's uh, the yeah. only, that's the only problem I have. With, I'll let you do your teams in a second. That's my only problem I have is like, the making bank would be one of the one of the few advantages to picking the go and because you know going to see live sports is great, but sometimes you just want to sit at the house yeah. and watch it on, or you want to go with your friends and watch it on a at a bar or something. So, but go All ahead right. and say your so teams. Mine were Washington Football Team, the Predators, uh, Boston Red Sox, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Nashville Soccer Club, Atlanta Hawks, and Manchester United, and Gary, Gary the, the Flying Scotsman Anderson. Anderson, baby. So yeah, so. Listen, if we want to change it to where you can sell, then I think it makes the choice so much. Because listen, only if okay, I'm we'll selling say the best, sell if on, I'm selling the best seats in the house to Manchester United games, I'm making so much let's, money. Let's do this. You, you get if you decide to sell, it becomes the same price as the worst seat in the house. Is that that's fair? fair? That's fair. Otherwise, this becomes more of a business acquisition right. that we're doing here, right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's really going to hurt the podcast, though, if we're not allowed to watch sports. <laughs> yeah. um, now, I guess I would go with watch your teams. It kind of sucks because a lot of our teams are not Tennessee based. You know, yeah. that's uh, yeah, we've been know, going to a lot of soccer and uh, hockey games hockey and, uh, and, a trip Titans to game. and like I don't even like going to see the Titans in person because I have to give Nissan my money. So, yeah. you know, but this also means you get to see them away games, which I'd be happy. Yeah, sure. so you could like so. I mean, we could think think about how dope would be our yearly hockey trip. To make it, yeah, to make it better, I would say, how about not everything else included, but your travel is included. You get to fly and you get a hotel if all you wanted to do was actually go see the game. Yeah, for the for the day of the game, your hotel's paid for. Now you can't okay. be like, oh, going there for a week, yeah. but it's all paid for. Yeah, yeah. my team's playing in situation. Cancun. <laughs> yeah, with that with that caveat, if we just could, if I could just pop on a plane. Go down to Atlanta, 
watch a basketball game and fly back, I would definitely pick that side of it. But it would be it's a very, very tough yeah. choice. And it's one of those things where when you're sitting there and it's like, uh, you know, I can't, you know, I work today. I can't I don't have time to get on a plane and fly to Boston to see this baseball game. Right. So I guess I'm chilling this Monday night watching nothing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, when, and then you like you're like, all right, I'm going to sell my tickets. But according to these rules, like basketball game baseball game tickets like the cheap seats are like seven bucks so like you're like yeah. okay and you know i'm definitely paying ticket master fees i'm guessing yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so i think i would choose pick your own team because luckily we got a pretty good yeah. sports town here in nashville and we're fans of most of our teams here in nashville but that's a extremely extremely tough and I think honestly, so. like live games are just a different experience. There are times when you just want to sit on your couch, but honestly, I I miss going to hockey games, man. It's such a fun any any live sporting event's great, but I think watching live hockey games are sure. Just a whole well, and and that's really you know tough for us because we just get get really drunk, yeah. and so like that's a bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm gonna pick the live sports. We never even went to the seat, but it was not a not an easy choice, yeah. and I could see the argument for the other side yeah. of it. And it could be the kind of thing where in three years you're like, I want to change my choice, and maybe we allow that, maybe we don't. Yeah. But yeah. See, but I would, I'm perceiving that's also my problem is like, I'm definitely not changing my choice, you know, like yeah. in three years, I might decide, okay, I'm changing all my favorite teams to Nashville teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm just not a, a, you know, I always, it's like, that's my team. I'm changing I'm from stick the Red Sox. I'm an hour sounds fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, well, if Gary, if Gary, the Scott flying Scotsman Anderson retires, then obviously we get to move on. Yeah. Does that mean we get, listen, what if, we get to pick like we are our favorite dart player. So that means we just get to go to the bar for free. Ooh. But, but it doesn't include drinks. It says if you're hey, if we go in there, like, hey, I'm, I'm a dart. professional dart player. I think they would laugh I at think us. A gentleman, I think gentleman James <laughs> would say we don't care. They're like neat. It's yeah. going to be $3 for we, that picture. We, we've known you guys <laughs> since college. We don't care. Well, I think all of the bartenders have rotated out Only that we know. All right. So let's move into what's snapping your stick. and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, this one, I I think this one's going to cause a little bit of a discussion. So let's get it out of the way. The absolute severity of holding calls in the NFL. So bad. So bad. Listen, I understand that there needs to be a punishment for a holding call. But if you've got a 70 yard touchdown pass and it gets listen, I have no problem with maybe a race and redoing the play, but then to make it a first and 20 or a second and 20. My problem is my problem that I have with it is, is it can be completely irrelevant yeah. to the play. And like, like that Deontay one, Harris, like literally. So if a lineman falls down, like literally I saw when a lineman fell down, like was falling backwards on his back and he instinctually grabbed what was in front of him to keep from falling down. It was just, and he like barely grabbed his Jersey. Uh, the holding call that touchdowns called back. Listen, if you want to say that the, you, you replay the down from where it was from the holding call fine. Or if you want to, or even if it's five, you know, maybe five yards, if it's past the line of scrimmage, maybe five yards from where the holding call happened. But yeah, I mean, I, it's just it, it, a holding call shouldn't be the reason people 
teams completely lose games. Like it, it almost feels like they holding calls and pass interference are almost equally as a you know. I also think that sometimes pass interference calls, like if it, it, I don't know, it, it's hard to explain. Sometimes I think that with slow motion, it's kind of caused you know refs to be more ticky tacky with their calls. Mm-hmm. You know, there were things like what was it last week where one of the players it was a catch. All it was all for all intents and purposes, it was a catch. And but in super, 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 you know, a hundred times slow-mo it, you could see it shake, the ball shake a little bit, and then there was a question about it. That was a catch, man. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm in agreement. Like you said, we could talk about that for hours and maybe we should at some point. But um, for the sake of what's I, thought you were I thought you would come in here and going to argue against me. So I'm happy to see that. No, no, they're the, no, they're not not even the 10 yard penalty. I don't have a problem with that necessarily as much as I do, if especially if it is the reason that a yeah. guy gets sprung and goes yeah, 20 it, yards yeah. in the field. I'm not I, you know, it's more of the fact that like you can have a holding on the other receiver across the field that had no impact of the play and a guy making an extremely amazing play, the whole thing gets called back yeah. and then adds the 10 and here's yards. The thing. It's a lot of people say, Oh, well, you know, it's a rule set and they just have to follow the rules. These refs have yeah. shown that they can use critical thinking skills to see, okay, they can make judgment calls, right? They make judgment calls with helmet to helmet. They make, they make judgment calls all the time. Yeah. So when one guy pushes one guy and the other guy pushes and they only call it on the second yeah. pusher, so that's a critical let's, thinking. Let's have them. Let, first off, first step <clears throat> is make these guys full-time employees. That's again, a topic for a whole different discussion Yeah. and have them use judgment calls for things like that. If somebody is, if it's a pass play, and the ball's gone, but this guy grabs a jersey a little bit. That's that shouldn't be a holding call. Okay, so I'm going to do my non-sports first because I want to close out with my actual sports. Scammers are no fun anymore, bro. I keep getting calls about you know, like they're like, hey, you know, I got three during the show. They're like, hey, you you know, like I. You know, I called to tell you that uh, you have an offer, you know, this like is the second warning about your car's manufacturer warranty. Well, that one's that one's at least like not a real person. I've been getting somewhere like I've won and I like, many you know, like, I win. well, I do, too. But see, <laughs> I, I you I utilize that and I'm like, no way. Are you kidding me? What did I win? And they'll be like, I bet you're wondering what the catch is. I'm like, no. I don't think that there's any catch at all. <laughs> I said, you seem like a really good person. I, you know, I want to hear more about this. And they usually just hang up on me. It's garbage, <laughs> man. I usually have some fun with it. I'm like, like hey, dog actually catches the, the car. I'm like, Jesse, it was obviously a guy from India whose name is most certainly not Jesse. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'm like, Jesse, hang tight, bro. My mom is calling. Please don't hang up. I really want this offer. And he just hangs up on me. It's garbage. And so what do you got for non-sports? The, uh, the people, the, oh, you don't have to wear that mask around me kind of people. Because if, if you're saying that, I probably, you're probably exactly the you're person. You're definitely the person. Around. Yeah, exactly. During the exactly. holidays, my mom was getting her tree and she was like, had her mask on. And the guy came up and was like, oh, let me help you load that up. And he, she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you don't have to wear that thing around me. Yeah, it's, it's like, not. Actually, uh, and my mom is a high in the high risk. And she's like, 
uh, I'm good. And he's like, oh, that's a, and that's all a bunch of hooey. And it's like, dude, I'm pretty sure she's, you're exactly the kind of person she should be wearing her mask around. Right. You are the person that has been posting on Facebook talking about this being garbage and are the same person that in three weeks are going to be talking about how you've never been so sick in your entire life and you almost died yeah. because you're in the ICU. But it's just pneumonia. <laughs> it's pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm most certainly with you on that one. So my sports is, and I don't, I want to be very clear before I start this process of, you know, discussing this, that health issues are no joke and I'm not making fun of anybody's health issues or anything like that. But (laughs) I always heard anything you say, anything that said before, but doesn't actually count. (laughs) Um, Urban Meyer's health no longer on the fritz now that he wants a new coaching gig. He's done this to us multiple times. He had health issues when he was coaching at Florida and decided to quit. And then that whole program went into disarray because of all of the, you know, different rule violations and and different things that happened. I mean, he literally coached a murderer, not just like a general murderer, but like a guy that got convicted for executing people on Florida's campus type of deal, Aaron Hernandez. And then he goes and, Oh, well his dream job opened up. And then all of a sudden health issues are a little clear again. I'm Gucci. I'm good to go. I'll coach Ohio state. And then he kind of got forced out and claimed health issues after protecting one of his assistant coaches for years, uh, which was domestically abusing his wife his wife helped him cover that up. And then all of a sudden, you know, after he's gone through all this that he has, oh, well, he has some some health issues again. And I've looked up what he has stated that was his health issues. And again, uh, these these specifically are not, I'm not making fun of these health issues. I'm making fun of this guy for having them because it's always convenient to when he wants to have a job or not have a job, uh, struggling with anxiety and depression while obsessing over his work, which drove him to sleep deprivation, ambient abuse, and 40 pound weight loss. When he was in the middle of it, uh, that's, that's where you can't think in a black hole. You don't see things right. Well, as soon as he quit the job at Florida, he went and worked for ESPN You know, I just feel like a guy that's made millions of dollars doesn't need to go and find a new job until he can go take his new coaching job. I am so glad that he took a job with that, with the horrendous organization that is the Jaguars. And I hope he gets health issues again. He is a bad person that is a liar. And so he just snaps my stick. I'm, uh, I'm not wishing ill upon anybody. Except for Urban Meyer, because he's a bad guy. He yeah. made all of his players sign all he's these contracts. I don't like him as an analyst. He's either. bad at everything. He, he made all of his players sign all these documents saying that, you know, domestic abuse is not allowed on this team. If there's a whiff of it, you're off the squad. And then it turns out that he's been covering up for uh, one of his assistant coach's wives getting beat on the regular, dude. I, he is a shit person and I have no qualms about saying this. And if people have a difference of, of opinion, please feel free to bring it forward. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you can have your own opinion, yeah. but it's probably wrong. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Before we leave off, I do have some breaking news that just dropped. Um, the NFL has 
said that they will uh, revert to a independent neurologist uh, outside of the league. They will not use the league's neurologist for Patrick Mahomes. And this was actually because uh, Brett Favre came out and said that he believes that there will uh, be some collusion within the uh, NFL to make Mahomes play. That so the NFL along has been pushed to uh, Brett use, Favre changing policy, <laughs> and because Brett Favre was pretty much like, "Hey man, I've got a, so much brain damage because the NFL," and it's like, "Yeah, we we know, dude, we we know, but uh, we're aware." Yeah, it's not hidden. Um, so the NFL has seeked a uh, independent neurologist. But all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, remember, on Mondays we got the fantasy show. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.